salutations, Internet, and welcome to another episode of Who's Your Brother? I'm the older of the two brothers. My name's Christian. I am the younger of the two brothers. My name is Evan, and dear brother, it is, it is a momentous day. It is, it, is, it is a grand occasion. It is, the, it is the most, right? The the most momentous and grandest and largest of occasions. Break out the balloons, break out the streamers, throw a fucking parade, people, ladies and gentlemen. It is our one year anniversary. One whole year of this shit. You people have been listening for a whole fucking year. What's wrong with you? Ba-ba-da-ba! We fucking did it. We did it. Hold on, hold on. I have a song to commemorate the occasion. Come on, play a song. Yeah, Come it, on, man. Yeah, but... Okay, because we're celebrating your birthday. Happy birthday. Who's your brother? <laughs> yeah. For those. Outstanding. Fuck yeah. I- I'm glad I was able to cue that up. Uh, for those who don't know, uh, that is from Regular Show, uh, an awesome show, where in an episode where they decided they hated the birthday song, uh, which is totally fine. The birthday song is kind of shit. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, no, this is definitely uh, a better one. ICP also has a birthday song. It's called "Birthday Bitches," <laughs> uh, and the hook to that one just goes, "Oh shit, it's your birthday!" Oh no, it isn't. It's somebody's birthday. Oh no, it isn't. Oh shit, it's your birthday. And it's about uh, Shaggy being the worst birthday clown ever. But it's a great song. I highly recommend it, uh, especially you know as far as birthday songs. Or uh, you can go with the the Simpsons birthday songs, you know, the one that was sang by Michael Jackson uh, in the now infamous episode that you can't find, you know? Yeah, yeah. Or my personal favorite is the one that was sang by the fucking Chuck E. Cheese ripoff, Wally Weasel, (laughs) on Bart's birthday. Wally Weasel, what is that? Yeah. Do you remember the episode where Bart got stuck in the well? I don't think I do. Why? You don't remember where Bart... We're sending our love down the well. Sting was in it all the way down. Uh, Okay, so the episode starts off. It's Bart's birthday, and they go to Wall E. Weasel, which is their ripoff of Chuck E. Cheese. And uh, there's an animatronic, you know, and Bart's like, uh, goes up to it and it's like, Hello, birthday child. What's your name? Well, I'm... That's great. My name's Wally. How old are you? I'm about to turn awesome. Here's a song for you. You're the birthday, you're the birthday, you're the birthday, boy or girl. <laughs> it, it must have been, it's been a hot sec on my, on my Simpsons rewatches, so. Yeah, no, that, 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 that's a deep cut. You don't even see memes about that one, but I, I love that bit. And I sing that song when it's somebody's birthday. I go through the list. I sing the regular show song. I sing my insane clown posse song. And then I sing the uh, the the Simpsons one. Oh, and the and uh, both the Simpsons one, you know, because then you got you know Lisa, it's your birthday. Happy birthday, Lisa. That one I do know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the classic. That's the one everybody knows. But I'm telling you, the better one is the Wally Weasel one. <laughs> Wally Weasel. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, yeah. yeah, but yeah, so we have been doing this for a year now. Our first episode was, uh, well, our first two episodes, because I had trouble figuring out how to work podcasting, because <laughs> those, those first episodes are rough. Uh, so the first two were posted on December 13th, and we are recording this on December 10th, should be released on the 11th, so that's close enough. Happy birthday to us, time's a construct anyway. Woohoo! Yeah, we did it. We fucking did it. And I'm here fucking delivering shade to Elon and Nancy. That Nancy fucking shade is getting thin, but Elon provides... <laughs> thin, thin stew that you're pulling from here. Yeah, yeah, it really is. The hobo chili or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> But all the same, uh-huh. yeah, no, we've been fucking doing it, uh, mostly in a timely manner, a few hiccups, but, uh, yeah, yeah congratulations to us on uh, a year of success. Good job, Evan. And, and, and to you as well, Christian. Well, well, thank you, little brother, thank you. <laughs> all right, I think that's enough uh, patting ourselves off the back and jerking off and all that. Happy birthday, yada, yada, yada. 
Uh, oh, I can do more, but please go on. Oh yeah, no, I'm I'm sorry, Evan. <laughs> do you have any birthday songs that that you like that you're preferential to? See, I always I see me personally. I enjoy the one from Emperor's New Groove. Um, the uh, happy happy birthday from all of us to you. We wish it was our birthday so we could party too. Yeah, that is a good one. Hell yeah. yeah. Yeah, People I'm, forget about it, but I don't. Yeah, no, bring, bring it back. Thank you, Evan. Yeah, hell yeah, that was a good one. Oh, man. Well, now I'm done. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> birthdays, birthdays, birthdays. I just turned, well, I turned 40 this year. I'll be turning 41 next year into my 40s for my next birthday. <laughs> Evan, you, the 40 verse. Yeah, <laughs> into the 40 verse. You are still a young 20, young hip 20 something. Uh, 25. I, I feel, I feel both 18 and 37 at the same time. Yeah. You only get closer to that, to the 37 as time goes on. I wish I felt 37. Ugh. <laughs> I feel all every inch of 40. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I've got a, at my job, I've got to sit on a special cushion to help my fucking back, man. Oh, damn. That's that's how you know. That's oh, yeah. how you know. Yeah, absolutely. Like, oh, how's 40? Like, I got fucking lower back problems, bro. <laughs> I sit on a special cushion at work. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. Uh, speaking of birthdays, did I ever tell you what I did uh, for my girlfriend's birthday uh, this past year? I don't believe so. So she turned 30. Uh, I know. 10-year difference. Big old creep, whatever. <laughs> but, um, so she turned 30, and of course she was kind of lamenting it, because 30's, like, the first big one, you know? 30 feels like a milestone that's, like, like aging, you know? When you when you turn 20, you're you're still feeling good about it, like, yeah! But when you turn 30, you're like, oh, mm, holy crap, well, what's happening here? And then when you turn 40, you're like, 40, you're like, oh shit, this, this is actually fucking happening. I can't imagine what it's, like, gonna be like when I turn fucking 50, you know? But, uh, so 30, 30's a big one, and she was feeling kind of ominous about it. So, like, I wanted it uh, to be special for it. So, I set up a whole thing uh, <laughs> where I played the... I found a loop of the Price is Right theme music that, like, played for, like, two hours. I didn't need it for that long, but I just wanted it on constant loop. And uh, so, what I did is we have, like, uh, her room, my room, our room, and we have a garage and whatnot. And uh, I just had, like, three big gifts for her. Like, that, that's all I did. I didn't do, like, a bunch of little stuff. I, like, I went all out, but just on three things. And so I put one in the garage, and I put one in my office, and then I put one in her room. And uh, so, like, when she came home from work that day, or, yeah, I, th- I think, yeah, she had had to work. And so, uh, but she got off work, like, at, like, 2 a.m. or 3 a.m. or whatever. So, like, when she came home and, like... Uh, I was like, okay, happy birthday. And I started playing the music, and I'm dancing around the house. I was like, let's f- see what's behind door number one. Oh, my God, it's a brand new tent. Because our old tent had, like, collapsed on us, and she was always upset that the spare one we had was barely fit us, so I got us a, a new one. And then uh, a luggage set that she had wanted. That was behind door number two, your all-new luggage set. I'm like, yeah. Yeah, I'm dancing around. I think it was, like, my, my best, like, birthday pull-off yet. And then, uh, <laughs> yeah, the third one, I had, like, a wrapped present. I was like, it's the mystery box! <laughs> oh. Yeah, that was good. That was brilliant. That's yeah. good. I like it. Yeah, no. And the mystery box had, like, um, I think it had s- some money in it. Uh, and then I, 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 we're going on a cruise uh, next year. And so, Ooh, how yeah. nice. Yes, absolutely. Going to the Mediterranean. Oh, how extra nice. I'm into it. I like it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't get opulent often, but I was like, this is it. I'm, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do a big fucking thing because uh, when early on, well, it was actually 2019, December 2019, four years ago now, right before the world went to shit, she had bought us, <laughs> she bought us a cruise, like all expenses, covered the drinks. She paid for everything. Like, and so I always thought to myself, like, I, I should get her back for that. Because, like, I told her, I was like, there's no way I can afford this. Like, I, I can't go on this. And she's like, I got it. And so I was like, Jesus, this chick's the best. <laughs> and so now I get the chance to, like, take her out. And we're going out to fucking Italy and Greece and shit. And it's going to be fr- fucking dope. I'm looking forward to it. Hell yeah. But yeah, so I, I felt really good about that fucking birthday thing. I, I think I fucking nailed it. Uh, you know what? I'm inclined to agree. I would say absolutely, 1,000%. Mm-hmm. Can you tell that gift-giving is one of my love languages? <laughs> you know, somehow I picked up on that. Right, yeah, 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 yeah. Do you, uh, do you remember when I got that axe for Dad for Christmas? 
I do indeed remember the axe. Ah, man, I still think of that as one of the times I really nailed a Christmas present too. Like that one, like hit me like like light from heaven, hit my brain like, bro, this is it. And I was like, it is, it is. He'll fucking love it. And blah, I, wow, I was, it was great. It was, it was. Hit all the fucking notes. Ting. And sometimes, like, like this year, I'm having trouble like thinking of what to get people. Like, ah, oh, fucking no. I hope I got good shit for you. Hey, here's a gift card. But, but sometimes, sometimes the inspiration hits, and I'm like, yes, this is the gift. Like you wake up in a cold sweat, just like <laughs> the axe. The axe will be it. Yeah, basically. Uh, anyway, though. So happy birthday to us! Uh, if you want to oh, send us pre- if you want to send us presents, I'm not giving you my address, but uh, you know, just put them in the mail. I'll find them. We'll get a PO box in two years. A PO box. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> Very modern, very hip. We're, Absolutely, we're, we're with it. We're yeah, cool. Oh yeah, we're getting with the times. I always remember the story Violent J told one time because um, you know he was he was helping run a record label, quote unquote, in the early '90s. But like part of how they did that was they had a PO box, and he was like, every every day I'd walk to the post office and I'd look into the PO box to see if anybody sent anything, and every day it was empty, and every day I walk home dejected, like ah fuck. And uh, one day. I uh I get to the fucking uh, post office and I look in there and there's a fucking piece of fucking something in there. And I'm like, shit, I didn't even bring the key. So I had to run back to my house to get the fucking key. And I run back to the post office and I open it up and I pull out the mail. And it's a fucking bill for the P.O. box. Oh. Uh. <laughs> That's amazing, actually. It really is. It was fucking fantastic. <laughs> yeah but then he went on to be a successful artist see i feel like most people get stuck at that level of just be like oh, i've got mail ah it's just a bill for the p.o box that i'm renting <laughs> most most artists like that you know ah, man you know as a as a former fucking musician like i i played shows with fucking hundreds of bands i think i, I played music for 15 years hundreds of bands i went on tour you know so and most of the mine i had fucking never heard of again yeah, that that one show I played with them out in fucking Wisconsin or whatever the fuck. Couldn't even tell you who they were. Yeah. There were there were ten people on this fucking show. Two people are still fucking performing. Oh man. So it's it's tough to be an artist. I'm not sure how I, I I'm not sure how I got on th- that rant real quick. <laughs> oh well look, hey, as someone who like, you know, is an art like, you know, I'm attempting to be like a professional artist. Yeah, it's 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 pretty tough out there, you know. Not gonna lie. Um, I I mean, shit. You want to talk about like you know like birthday shit in like a year, like a year ago. I feel like I was like, damn. I I have a second book written now. Mm-hmm. I only had one book written a year ago. I have two books written now. Actually, I like you have the first book finished when we started because that was in December. Right. We posted our first episode in December. I didn't have the first book finished by that point. I didn't finish the first book until January. I now have a second book finished. I I have two books written. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, God damn! But um, yeah, no. So struggling artist, I get that. That one I got. I need to get my art out there. <laughs> oh man. So yeah. yeah. Well, birthday stuff aside, I think we've got. Uh, uh, hang on. What's that? Uh, beep 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 beep. beep. Uh oh, it's the coming it's, through. It's, it's talk. We've got politics to bring up, people. Oh yeah, here we are. The Hoosier brother is getting into politics. This is this is what you tune in for. Definitely not our biting commentary on pop culture. No, 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 no. You want to know our thoughts on the U.S. of A. and what's going on in politics today? Well, let's talk. Let's talk Trump. The dude literally said in a fucking interview with Sean Hannity. Sean Hannity was trying to lob this fucking dude the soft ballest of questions, the softest balls. You know, just just. Baby ass soft balls. <laughs> that sounds so fucking wrong, but we're leaving it in. But we're leaving it in. <laughs> Happy birthday. Okay, we're doing it live. <laughs> exactly. Fuck it, we'll do it live. Fox News style. But yeah, Sean Hannity's there trying to fucking basically like set this dude up to be like, you're not going to be a dictator, right? You promised the American people you're not going to be a dictator, right? Like, like, just, like feeding the line to him. Like, just say you're not going to be a dictator. And he's like, like they're doing to me. He's like, I promise I won't be a dictator except for day one. I'm going to be a dictator on day one. And then he like kind of 
I don't know, downplayed it by saying, you know, like, oh, we're going to close the borders and do this, that, and the other. But, like, that's not what he... He wants to be the fucking dictator now. They want to seize power. They saw that, like, there were no consequences for them trying to fucking overthrow the election on January 6th. The only people who are suffering consequences are the fucking MAGA people who got caught up in it. But, yeah, Trump and his allies, like, basically... I mean, he's on trial for other shit, but, like, not even really... Is one of them the insurrection? Yeah, uh, either, right. either way, yeah, he's a uh, he's trying to uh, you know he he they want to like oh, they want to like be in control and overthrow the government and like if he gets back in power he's just not leaving you know they'll do everything they can to change it so that uh, he doesn't have to leave anymore because that's what they fucking want like one of his aides is talking about like on day one they can't wait to put fucking kids back in cages. Like, disgusting-ass fucking shit. That, yeah, that's what they want to fucking do, you know? They want to round up all the fucking uh, non-white people and fucking throw them in cages and accuse them of being fucking criminals. And they want to invoke fucking martial law if anybody fucking protests against them. They're fascists. They're fucking fascists. Uh, Jesus fucking H. Christ. And, like, they just say it outright now. They don't even, like, dog whistle it anymore. And I wonder if that, like, upsets the fucking Republicans who have, like, been dog whistling for, like, two, three decades now. And they're like, are you fucking serious? Are you fucking serious? I've been doing low-key racist shit, and you're telling me I should have just been doing out-and-out racist shit? I'd feel bad for them if it wasn't, you know, fucking racism. (laughs) Uh, You know, so... Very, 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 very small note. We'll, we'll get right back on track, I promise. But you know what the best thing about you going on your angry rants is? I can sit back, kick my feet up, and be like, oh, he's, he's got this one for a while. <laughs> it, I, 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 I can rest on my laurels because my my, bro- my brother's taking this one. You mm-hmm. know? Uh, but no, on, and honest to God, because uh, here's the thing that you notice with a lot of this shit is that because this isn't even limited to the right, I will not say that. Like, left and right, um, whatever party you're part of, they are just eating each other alive from the inside because it's now no longer, like, the Republican Party, TM. It is now Republicans and the Trump Party, the MAGA people, mm-hmm. you know? That's, that's what it's become. It's become so divisive within their own party, they can't agree on shit. There's, there are plenty oh. of people in the Republican Party who are like, oh, yeah, no, I don't fucking stand with that guy. He's a lunatic. You know, oh, yeah. it's, 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 it's become a game of like, well, then I don't know what the fuck you're going to do about him. You know, he's still running under your party. Yeah, of course, because that's the thing. Like, yeah, people want to pretend that they're still civil and whatnot. Ah, was it the Lincoln Project, I think, was a whole thing of like Republicans who were like, oh, we don't like Donald Trump. And it's like you worked for fucking George W. Bush. All right. Don't uh, see, that's the problem I have with like most Republicans, I suppose. It's like. Even if they're, like, trying to be, like, proper Republicans, like, their bullshit led us to Trump. Like, all the shit that they fucking did led us to this fucking guy. This is the product of all their dog whistling and all their fucking uh, horseshit fucking tactics and policies. It it brings us to the MAGA universe, to Trump, you know? the And it is divided in between, you know, like, the MAGA crowd and, you know, the, I don't want to say more reasonable, but, like, the less crazy I guess, I don't know, less loud, the more polite versions of the Republicans. But, I don't know, they just, they still have fucking trashy fucking opinions. Well, yeah. Of course they do. Of course yeah. they do. I'm, not, I'm never going to disagree with that one. Um, uh, but it's just it's just hilarious to me to watch the these, these, these people, again, just absolutely, you know, cannibalize each other. Mm-hmm. Like, they're, they're at each other's throats. And I'm like, at, at that point... The, because the biggest issue that I have with shit like that, the biggest issue I have, again, again, this isn't even just limited to right. This is right and left. When you are so worried about it, like when you're so busy fighting each other, you're not actually fucking doing anything. You're just sitting there bickering like children while there's still real world shit going on. There's stuff happening in your country that you're not doing fuck all about, you mm-hmm. know? And that, that, and that is where I'm like, no, you all need to shut the fuck up and just please help people. Well, I, I feel like I'm not asking too much for you to do your job. Well, here's here's a funny thing that uh, I've been hearing uh, relating to that. Fucking, um, so, Kevin McCarthy, who was ousted as a House Speaker, has said uh, that he's not returning to work, like, for the rest of his term, which is like a fucking year. 
He's just not coming back. He's like, nope, fuck this. I'm out. And, like, that's a big one. But there's also a slew of fucking Congress people both from both parties who are just saying that they uh, aren't going to run for re-election anymore. Now, this happens a lot, like, when the election cycle comes up, because usually one party sees, like, the writing on the wall, and they're like, oh, like, Republicans are going to win big, so a bunch of Democrats are like, I'm not fucking running. Like, I don't think I'm going to win. I'm not going to waste anybody's time. I'm going to bow out. Or, you know, if it looks like Democrats are going to win, the the opposite. The Republicans will be like, oh, shit, you know, my shit's like really close and uh, I'm kind of over this anyway. I'm going to go become a fucking Fox News talking head instead. It's much more lucrative. It's so uh, much easier. Yeah. But um, right now, a lot of people from both parties are announcing that they're not going to run for re-election. And, yeah, they're not doing the shit. And um, uh, somebody, some Democratic uh, congressperson, I'm not sure who, uh, they said that, um, uh, Congress or DC is not the place to be if you want to do good and get shit done. So, Damn. yeah, no, they're basically like, yeah, no, this, this, this isn't the spot. You know, this, you can't fucking do shit here. Like, this, this is a fucking hellhole. Everything's fucked up in like bureaucracies and all sorts of bullshit. And yeah, you can't get nothing done. <clears throat> So, that's uh, that's disheartening. <laughs> uh, it is disheartening. Oh, oh yeah. I, 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 go ahead. Go ahead. I, I, it's disheartening, but I want to say not shocking. No, not like, at I'm all. not fucking surprised. Yeah, no. I, I, it's been it's been easy to see that you don't get shit done in Washington for a long time. Like I would personally love to be shocked by this. Not gonna lie, I really would. Um. I'm just not, nor can I be anymore. You yeah, know, I, yeah. I'm really not. Yeah, no. Yeah, as you get older, you just realize, like, oh, like, you only make incremental change, and then you mainly lose that. <laughs> or you spend most of your time fighting to not lose the shit you have gained, and then because of the fucking Supreme Court, you fucking lose it anyway. <laughs> it's all a fucking rigged bullshit-ass game. All them Supreme Court justices are fucking bought off and shit. And it's like, open knowledge now like hey man like this billionaire has been paying off fucking like these three justices like forever like, okay cool thank you that's a lifetime appointment what do we do shrug like because it became like public knowledge that clarence thomas was like hanging out with some billionaire mm-hmm. and was like getting free shit from him and we all just kind of went oh well moving on Yep, yep. Like, way it, it goes. It, it's it's just so fucking bizarre. To me. It's like, did, did did we all like? Are are we just all content not giving a shit? I I, I don't know. Like it just kind of came and went. I I remember that so clearly of it just kind of being like, eh, well, it's gone now. Right, like yep. Yeah. Way she fucking goes, bud. <laughs> I I feel like it shouldn't be. Oh well, too bad. <laughs> right. Yeah, I know. There, there shouldn't have something have happened about this. Shouldn't we have like? I don't know, uh, punished the man or like been like, Oh, you can't do this job anymore. At the very least, like, nah, it's fine. They're just friends. When did they become friends? Ah, you know, after he became one of the most powerful people in the country, huh? Huh? What a fucking, what a fucking coincidence. So strange. (laughs) Very weird. Good timing for that guy. Hey, look, he ruled on cases that involved that guy's companies. Weird. Strange. That's so bizarre. Hey, I, I, look, I'm, no, I'm not a detective here or nothing, but this seems like a big old coincidence to me. We're going to call it. A little bit fishy. <laughs> I don't know why I went fat Chicagoan on that one, but... Uh... Hey, man, that you go where the inspiration takes you, all right? You don't fucking slow down, all gas, <laughs> no fucking brakes, pedal to the metal, over the edge, Thelma and Louise style, we're taking it all the way, holding hands... Yeah. At the very least with a terrible fat Chicagoan impression. Sorry, Chicago. But <laughs> also not. I don't I, I don't know, Chicago. You you seem kind of mixed. You seem like a mixed bag to me. You in New York. Both of you on kind of thin fucking ice for me. I guess I've uh, I've never really had a bad experience in Chicago, I don't think. I've had a lot of good fun, but usually I just go up there for like concerts and stay over at night and then I'm back. My car broke down there once, but that was more my car me and my car's fault than uh, Chicago's. <laughs> So can't really be mad at Chicago for that one. 
uh, I, I think for me, you know what? I'm just not a big fan of big cities. I, I, I will admit, it's just like big, like big cities like that. I'm like, I, I don't know. This this feels like I want to walk places, but mm-hmm. I feel like it's too big to walk. Mm-hmm. This feels unreasonable. I think I like big cities a little bit, like, but just as like a vacation thing. I really loved New Orleans. <laughs> New Orleans is an amazing city. I, oof, I got lost there for a while. In Vegas. I love fucking Vegas, man. I'm, I think I might be built for palaces of sin. Because <laughs> that's that's what like Nolans and fucking Vegas are. It's like like oh yeah, this is where Mardi Gras is, and that's where all the gambling's at. Like yeah, those are those those are my kind of towns. <laughs> oh man. Ah oh, man, I love I love New Orleans. Oh man, one time uh, ICP held a concert in uh, New Orleans, and. Um, my girlfriend got all dressed up and clowned up and whatnot. And it was like, we were there like a few days before Mardi Gras started. And it's kind of funny. Cause she's like, do you think I'm going to stand out like downtown? And literally we rounded a corner and there was like a parade of people who were dressed 10 times crazier than she was. I was like, I think you're going to be fine. I think we're all good here, man. Right. Yeah. They're not even going to notice us clowny fucks. They're just going to think like, Oh, look at these clowns for Mardi Gras. Of course. <laughs> Oh my god! Have I have I told you my thing? I don't know if I mentioned it in this podcast or not, but I there I would love to visit. There are a lot of places I'd love to visit. I'm actually like you know I'd love to go to uh, Philadelphia. I'd love to go to Pittsburgh at some point. You know those, those cities, cities like that. Good cities. I'd love to go. You know um, Salt Lake City. Always wanted to see that. You know Seattle. Always wanted to go there. Mm. There is one city in these fine United States that I have told myself I could die happy never setting foot there. What city is that? That is L.A. Really, I I could I could die a happy happy man, having never stepped foot in Los Angeles, California. I I would I would be perfectly content with that. Hmm. You know, um, fucking. You know what? San Diego was pretty chill. I I I enjoyed San Diego. I wasn't there for long, but I I thought it was a fine place. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. nothing uh, nothing nothing too uh, stressful or uh, uh, strenuous there. You know. Yeah, I like uh, San Diego you know, as well. Yeah, neat place. Um, San Francisco, I've heard, is just a crime cesspool now, uh, uh, a la Moss Eisley Spaceport these days. Um, ah, so maybe. I'm a, <laughs> I'm a little intimidated by that. Uh, however, uh, yeah, no, L.A., I, I, I would be perfectly okay. Um, never, never going to Los Angeles. Man, sorry, it's... not sorry, L.A. See, I'm the exact opposite. I would like to visit the big cities at least once. You know, I want to do the New York thing and the Los Angeles thing. I still want to see, you know, like Salt Lake City and Seattle as well. But yeah, no, like, I don't think I'll need to do the big cities much more than once, you know? Yeah. I like going back to Vegas. I'm always down there. Hey, let's go to Vegas. Vegas is a fun fucking town. (laughs) But I think, like, I'll be able to do New York I would really probably need two weeks, like one week in like a warmer climate and one week maybe around Christmas, like in December, see the tree, do the ice skating thing. Maybe not the ice skating thing, but do the like that's crazy. Yeah. But I think, I think that might be fun. Oh, perhaps I, perhaps I'm too hard on you, Los Angeles. Maybe, maybe not. I'm not though. Maybe, maybe I'm not. Maybe you are just a festering cesspool. Could be, man. I, hey, that's the thing. If uh, if I go there and you know I see uh, cesspool uh, festers, I'll let you know. Please do because, mm-hmm. and you know, again, this is if if you're in LA and you're like, oh no, I love this city, then that's fantastic for you. But for me, as far as I'm concerned, it's like 24 seven purge there. <laughs> I don't and think I, 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 I just don't know if I'm down for that. I feel like you might be falling for some like Fox News type propaganda, little brother. I don't think L.A. is a constant war zone, a la the purge or escape from L.A. See, I don't, I don't, I don't know, man. I, I hear, I hear from people who even like who've, who've lived there. It's like, oh yeah, no, it's, it's, it's crazy town. Like it's, it's, you know, maybe, maybe I am overselling the badness of it. However. No, I'm sure sh- it's, sh- it's it still scares me. I'm sure there's some bad shit. Like, you know, Skid Row is uh dangerous. But that's more of, you know, like a social problem, you know, social construct as opposed to you know, inherent nature of evil or some shit. Or yeah, bad- sure. But uh <coughs> Yeah, no, any any major city is gonna have some fucking dangers to it. 
Yeah, because we don't provide enough for motherfucking people. But either. <laughs> it's gonna be a fucking it's gonna be a leftist comment in there somewhere. <laughs> Where is it? Where is it? Where is it? Where is it? I just found it. Can't stop myself. Uh, more more social programming. Uh, yeah. But. <laughs> Ah, <laughs> uh, oh, tax theories. God, fuck. Ah, oh, abolish the government. Destroy the corporations. Uh, excuse me. Excuse me. <coughs> I think I have a cough. Anyway, so uh, I think we were trying to talk politics. So, and then we got off on rants about cities and whatnot. Um, so back to the topic at hand, though. Uh, Trump is a dangerous fucking madman, and he's. A fucking dipshit, too. Like, it's insane, like, listening to him speak at length. And, you know, they had another fucking Republican debate, and it's, like, down to the final four. I think it's, um, Ron DeSantis, uh, Vivek Ramaswamy, Nikki Haley, and, um, Chris Christie. Chris Christie's the last one. And it's, it's so stupid, because, like, none of them are winning the fucking nomination, Donald, no. Donald Trump is ahead of all of them by, like, 40 or 50 fucking points. Their score yeah. combined do not touch his. He's not uh, even showing up to the fucking debates, man. And like, he doesn't need to, though. Yeah. And most of the people on the stage won't even talk shit about him. Like, Chris Christie's the only one who's like, yeah, like, Ron DeSantis will kind of talk around it, you know? Like, oh, we need to make sure that whoever's president is, like, fit to be president. They should have to take, you know, a mental acuity test. And they're like, do you think Donald Trump's fit to be president? He's like, I just think that everybody should have to take a test to prove that they're fit to be president. You know, he, he doesn't want to confront the dude because Trump scorched him. <laughs> that was the other thing. Like, Ron was who those nice Republicans that we were talking about earlier were like, this is the guy. If we get behind Ron DeSantis, like, we can... Get rid of Trump and get back on track. And fucking old Meatball Ron did not have the fucking juice to keep it going. He did not have the chops, no. He did not. Fucking Trump came out talking shit, swinging, and Ron fucking wouldn't say shit and still won't say shit. And it looks weak. And those MAGA motherfuckers are like like a large and loud part of the fucking Republican base, you know? So when he chews up DeSantis, they just eat it up. And then other oh, absolutely. And then other motherfuckers are like, "Yeah, well, look, he's talking shit about Ron. Ron won't say nothing about him." Ugh, God, fucking damn it! What a sad fucking state of affairs. Ron DeSantis is trash. Vivek's trash. Christie's trash. Nikki's trash. They're all trash. 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 It's uh, all open. You gotta pick it up, man. They're littering, littering all over the place with our with their presence. Mm-hmm. And that's the thing, though. Like, all their their fucking trash ass shit got us fucking Trump. You know because. They were always subtly encouraging racism and, uh, you know, fear of the other and, uh, anti-intelligent shit and anti-choice shit and by fucking playing the fucking long game. Uh, I'm sorry. I'm I'm getting into the fucking, (laughs) the rants again. Uh, but either way, like Trump is just the culmination of everything the Republicans have done for like the last 40 fucking years. You know, all the all the horseshit they held probably even longer, maybe even since fucking Nixon, you know, because Nixon was a turning point for the Republicans because, you know, he actually got in trouble for like what he fucking did. And their, uh, their takeaway from it wasn't shit. We shouldn't do bad things anymore. was, well, fuck. If we get caught doing bad things, we shouldn't have to pay consequences for them anymore. And so they've like slowly changed things so that they don't. Um, uh, you know what? You're, you, it's uh, yeah. You're making a lot of you're making a lot of sense there, brother of mine. I I, I will I will say that. Uh, okay. <laughs> I, I, you you you've got the angry rant department covered, so I feel like I. When, here's the thing: when when you've got your angry rants, mm-hmm. I'm like I don't know. Like, do I match the energy or do I like try to balance it out by like I. I agree, but I will do it in a more like leveled and like, oh yes, absolutely, oh yes, absolutely, absolutely, I agree with that statement. Mm-hmm. Hey man, however uh, your emotions take you, you know, like I go on my passionate rants because I feel the passion for them, and this is our podcast, so I'll, I'll rant if <laughs> I'll rant if I want to. It's my birthday. It's my birthday, and I'll rant if I want <laughs> to. If I want to. <laughs> <laughs> you would rant too if it happened to you. 
Uh, oh, wait, oh, it is shit. happening to you. You should rant. Or, hey, man, but if you want to take the calmer approach, that's cool, too, man. I'm, I'm not opposed uh, to it. I just want to make people aware. <laughs> our six dear listeners. <laughs> For all six of you. Are you aware yet? Please. Uh, uh, okay. Uh, so uh, I think we've, uh, I think we've covered politics. How about some lighter news, huh? Absolutely. Evan, what have you got for us? So, so all right. Uh, Red Lobster, everyone's favorite, question mark, seafood establishment? Probably not, but it's one of the more well-known seafood establishments. Mm-hmm. Um, they have what I want to call a generalized refusal to learn from the past. <laughs> um. Uh, do you, so, I don't know, do you, do you remember this? Um, this has been many, many years ago now. I don't remember exactly how long, but, uh, or when they did this. The Red Lobster, uh, at one point did a promotion, um, and it was, uh, all-you-can-eat crab legs. Um, for the unversed out there, for those who don't know, uh, crab legs are expensive as shit. Um, especially if they are, like, you know, because a lot, and a lot of times if you go, like, a place, like, like, near the ocean, um, Crab legs are listed as, like, just market value, like, whether, like, they're in season or not, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, but Red Lobster did all-you-can-eat crab legs. You made one fee, like, like one base price, and you got all the crab legs you could shovel in your face hole. Um, okay, it was in 2003. 2003 is when they did all-you-can-eat crab legs. Thank you for looking that up. I appreciate it. Now, the thing that they, they tried to make it so that they doled them out, like, slowly, like, two at a time, you know? And, like, mm. you'd finish two, and they'd let you sit for a while. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, that was that was their original plan. Red Lobster, unfortunately, underestimated um, the patience of the of the person getting all-you-can-eat crab legs, and uh, they lost a shitload of money. It almost bankrupt the company. Yeah, wasn't that, like, $400 million or something ridiculous? Something insane that literally almost tanked them. Um, so they cut that promotion very quickly. Mm-hmm. They have apparently not learned a god. They didn't learn a goddamn thing from that, because now they have uh, uh, what they are calling ultimate endless shrimp. <laughs> I mean, ultimate endless shrimp. Here's the thing: this isn't just this isn't like the crab legs. The crab legs was like a limited promotion. They mm. they advertised that from the start. They didn't run it as long as they wanted to because it cost them a shitload of money. But they advertised from the start that this was a limited promotion. The ultimate endless shrimp deal. This is this is there. This is there forever. Uh-huh. Um, they had it uh, a bit too low because they were originally charging twenty dollars, and it was uh, all like all you could eat shrimp. Uh-huh. Like you know, it is it as much shrimp as you want to eat. Well, again, it seems that they underestimated the average person's ability to eat a metric shitload of shrimp. Jesus fucking age Christ. They, the, uh, the company reported an $11 million operating loss after introducing this. Oh, guys. 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 I'm sorry. Lobsters. 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 They fucking, they just didn't didn't learn they 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 no, no. yeah no shrimp they're smaller we can afford that right it'll be fine it'll be fine no 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 man yeah people want to shovel endless food into their fucking mouth and for some odd reason we treat the fucking water insects like a delicacy oh uh, they were originally thought of as uh, unfit even to serve to prisoners yeah yeah, yeah, and now it's like, ooh, you got the shrimp and the lobster, fancy. Okay. Oh, delightful. Yeah. So, so yeah, no. Clearly, they they are not, they have not learned the lesson. They will never learn. Uh, maybe they should just you know stick with like unlimited cheddar bay biscuits. You know, uh, I that, mean, like the cheddar biscuits do kick ass. They do. They do. But I just I don't know. I fucking I walk up to a red lobster with my homies. Like I bring three buddies. We each chip in like fucking 10 bucks or something like 10 for a fucking tip if you really wanted but just like oh you can eat shrimp for the three of us like oh yeah good to go mm-hmm. you guys want anything else no i got shrimp fucking cheddar bay biscuits and maybe like an iced tea or something yeah. i'm fucking set i'm jealous as i am allergic to shellfish ah uh, damn that does suck it sucks so bad because I enjoyed shrimp the one time I ate it. It just did not enjoy me back. 
but uh, so uh, as I said, um, this this is a permanent thing. Uh, they've kept it on there, but they have increased the price um, from twenty dollars now to twenty five dollars uh, mm. for 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 ultimate endless shrimp. Yeah, we'll see how long that lasts too, man. <laughs> so uh, ridiculous, fucking idiots, man, fucking I idiots. Can't believe it. What, when will you learn? When will you learn that your actions have consequences? And like you know that some places got to be running out of fucking shrimp, right? <laughs> like on a Friday, Saturday, like yeah, no, I am certain. Like, there are days when, like, those Red Lobsters get overrun. They're like, I'm sorry, we're fucking out of shrimp. Like, everybody came in. You see how full the restaurant is? Everybody ordered endless shrimp. Like, the shrimp is not actually fucking endless. Like, it does have an end. You know, there's a finite... I don't know. Wait. I'm sorry. Has has Red Lobster figured out how to, you know, like, clone shrimp? Are they using, like, quantum mechanics to just... Are, do, they, or do they have Jesus? Is this a... I thought, I thought that was, like, you know... Is there in there something about like shellfish to the Jewish religion? Oh, oh man, I, this is complicated. Wait, is the new Messiah Christian now? Because you know there was an earlier Jesus. Is this just magic or science? What's going on? Where are these endless shrimp coming from? Do you have one of those bags of holding? You just open it up and just shrimp just fall out. Just, just, just so much shrimp just slopping on the fucking floor. Like yeah, no, it's just infinite world. Oh. You know what this probably is? It actually reminds me of something from Buffy and Angel that I saw. Uh, it was a reoccurring joke that they told when they were explaining uh, different dimensions. Anya would be like, okay, imagine a world where there's, that's nothing but shrimp. Or imagine a world that's, there has no, that has no shrimp. And then they would mention it like late in later episodes, you know, like, quit talking about the world that's nothing but shrimp. <laughs> so I think that's, I think that's where this endless shrimp is coming from. Uh, Red Lobster has done it. They have breached the barrier between fiction and reality, and they have gone into the Buffy universe to go into the universe of shrimp inside the Buffy universe. I don't, I don't know why, but I just had this like this this like this image in my head of that long ass rambly spiel you just went on of like a customer at the Red Lobster like shaking their server. Just ranting about this. Where is the shrimp coming from? <laughs> Did you go into the happy universe? Tell me your secrets, Red Lobster. <laughs> oh, the, the secrets of the deep. <laughs> the secrets of the, the secrets of the lobster. Mm-hmm. Oh, hey, uh, here's a fun factoid. November eighth is Take a Juggalo to Red Lobster Day. What? November eighth is Take a Juggalo to Red Lobster Day. I I I think it was like something that some some random Juggalo started as a gag. You know, they thought it was funny. Like, hey, just take that Juggalo, you know, to Red Lobster. It, there's but, no ba- there's no song. There's is there like a basis for the lobster? No, I think it was um okay. Do you remember that time in Facebook era when like there were just like a billion random funny groups, you know, like, Hey, we all pretend we're ants or it's the same picture of this celebrity every day or some weird shit like that. I do recall that. Yes. It's, yeah. it's vague, but I remember those being a thing. Yeah. I think it was like along the same line. Somebody just made up this silly holiday and they shared it. And like all the juggalos latched onto it. We thought it was hilarious. Like, hell yeah, take my ass out to Red Lobster. But of course, I'm always like, hey, I'm allergic to shellfish, so you can just like bring me Taco Bell and we'll call it square. <laughs> and somebody's uh, like, my favorite is always like, somebody's like, well, you know, they serve chicken. I'm like, yeah, man, but that place is just filled with shellfish. I'm just going to be breathing it in. <laughs> I'm not sure that's conducive to my fucking health. Plus, okay, and here's my thing. Red Lobster... Okay, I'm going to throw some shade here for a second. Like, you know, Red Lobster don't even make seafood that good. I'm not going to trust them to, like, make fucking chicken well either. You know? I I just, I sit on it like, bro, your seafood is, like, to you to use them, to the, use the kid, the term that the kids are using, it's mid, dude. It's pretty fucking mid. I don't trust your ability to make anything. Mm-hmm. Your, your whole shtick is seafood and you don't make it very well. Right, you are bad at this you you you're you're okay it's not like oh this is inedible it's like yeah this is seafood all right 
right? and not win any awards, but it's a fucking red lobster. It's like going to Olive Garden being like, well, this doesn't taste like authentic Italian <laughs> cuisine. I'm disappointed in you. <laughs> what, you're not liking the Hospitaliano? <laughs> yeah, God damn it, that's stupid. <laughs> hey, man, when you're there, you're family. <laughs> you know you're not. You're just another face to them. You're a brainless goon shoveling unlimited pasta in your face because you spent too much money on an unlimited pasta pass. Which is more cost efficient than unlimited shellfish of any types, apparently. You know what? You know, okay, here's the Pasta is fucking cheap, yo. <laughs> I give Olive Garden a lot of shit. I really do. Well-deserved shit. I'm going to throw that at understand. People, people of our, our listeners, people of the internet, when we're not recording, when I'm not, like, just speaking just to, to you, when I'm not talking with my brother for this podcast, I shit talk Olive Garden so fucking much. <laughs> For the sole reason that I, Evan Shutley, can make better pasta at home by myself. So I shit talk them a lot. However, I will say the fucking unlimited pasta pass is one of the most deviously brilliant things that has ever been concocted by a food co- corporation. Mm-hmm. It's... It's truly mind-boggling how simple yet fucking effective it is for a limit. It, first of all, they make they make it limited. They mm. make it so that you can only you have to like pre-register in order to get this shit. You have to like log in and sign up to get an unlimited pasta pass. So they add scarcity to it. They make it so that it only runs for a limited amount of time. I don't know how much I fucking. All right, well now I have to look this up. Here we go. You y'all fucking ready for this? Olive Garden unlimited pasta pass. Here we go. How much is it, little brother? Fucking come on, fingers tied faster. Here we go. The never the never ending pasta pass. Um, okay, hang on. Here we go. Um, fuck, there's a there's a full list of FAQs on Olive Garden's website. <laughs> Holy shit! Okay, whole, here we go. A whole um, list. A whole list. There's so many questions on here. Uh... Okay, uh, as many as you want for. Okay, so it lasts. So the past lasts nine weeks. Um, that's that's what that's what that's that's one that's one part of it. You can only use it for a certain amount of time. Mm-hmm. Okay, can I order? Uh, share the never. Can I change the name? Is never any pasta pass valid for gluten free pasta? What is all of this Olive Garden? Okay, God. Uh, it lasts for that. You have to register for, like, oh my god, there's a whole fucking thing. There's a whole thing. Jesus Jeez. Christ. Oh, and here's the thing. The never-ending pasta pass is one thing. Did you know that there is a lifetime pasta pass? A lifetime fucking pasta pass. A like, lifetime pasta pass. I want to know how much that is. You tell me how much that fucking lifetime pasta pass is. I'm tr- I'm trying to find it. Hang on, here we go. God damn it. Okay, hang on. Let's try uh, cost. Here we go. All right. Okay, so here's the thing: the Neverending Pasta Pass. Uh, there are they only give out twenty four thousand. Mm-hmm. That is the maximum amount they give out. It is a hundred dollars plus tax. Okay. At the time of purchase, the first the first fifty first fifty guests to complete the transaction and opt in. You can opt in for a lifetime pasta pass and upgrade for an additional four hundred dollars, five hundred total plus tax to get the never ending the lifetime pasta pass. Five hundred fucking dollars for the rest of your life for a nine week span. You can go to Olive Garden and get all the fucking garbage pasta you could eat. Wait, just for nine weeks? What's that? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, hang on, here we go. Uh, never ring pasta pass. Um, yeah, there it is. Um, present pasta server at the time of ordering. Named pasta holders may rede- may redeem for unlimited never ring pasta bowl uh, meals uh, from nine twenty three to eleven twenty four. Um, that was, or that at least that's what it was for uh, twenty nineteen. I don't know like how it has shifted over the years. Um, but there is, but it's only, and it's, here's the thing, it's only from a set menu. It is the never-ending pasta pass, or never-ending pasta bowl menu. Like, there, so there's, like, certain uh, sauces, there's certain types of spaghetti, and there's certain toppings you can get within that. You can do it forever, though, but only within this, like, certain menu. 
and only for like nine weeks. That's not forever then. <laughs> I but it, it, it is never ending pasta, only for a certain amount of time. Uh, that, no, that's. It says a lifetime pasta pass. How are you going to sell me a $500 lifetime pasta pass? That lifetime one's got to like be like the lifetime, though, right? That's got to go be. Yeah, no, it's good forever. That's uh, the secret. Like, it's good. Like, every nine weeks, for those nine weeks out of the year, you're good for the rest of your life. Get that uh, thing when you're in your fucking 20s, dude. You could, you could be eating there until you're 80 and just can't digest it anymore. Right, yeah. I know this isn't good for me, but it's all I have now. Just the pasta. <laughs> here's the real question. Here, here's my real question. Hmm. Can you, like... Can you, like, put that in your will? Can you, like, pass on the lifetime pasta pass and give it to someone else's lifetime? Oh, man. I would hope so, <laughs> but I bet not, because it says lifetime, so it's probably just your lifetime. <laughs> your lifetime until you, until you expire yeah. from having ingested too much, much garbage pasta, fucking yeah. pasta from Olive Garden. Yeah, absolutely. You know, it's kind of funny. I used to sell these knives that had a forever guarantee, and that meant that you could pass them down, and the guarantee was still good. Oh, wow. Yeah. It came with, like, sharpening and shit. It was nice. Okay. Uh, so we're getting uh, kind of close to the end, and I I watched the Star Wars holiday special, so I'm not going to have done that in vain. I'm going to fucking talk about it. No, please. I, you, Dad, please share your thoughts. I know you have them. Let's, let's, let's hit it. Alright, so, of course, like, when I first started, they've got, like, the old-timey fucking, uh, I guess it's not old time, but it's, like, 60, 60, 70s variety show type opening shit, so I'm like, oh, that's the vibe, isn't it? And it totally fucking is. Do you ever seen, like, an old-school old, old school variety show? I, you know, I feel like I have, but, like, and I, so I know, like, the general vibe, like, what they look like kind yeah, of thing, but, Car you know. Carol Burnett show, fucking The Muppet Show is a goddamn variety show, you know, it's just got fucking Muppets. Because they would have... Oh, yeah, no, yeah, that is true, yeah. Because they would have, like, celebrities on there who would help, like, do skits or whatever. Ah, fuck, Luke Skywalker was on there. I mean, uh, Mark Hamill, you know, doing Pigs in Space and whatnot. Uh, That's a, true. A much better television appearance than uh, the Star Wars TV special. holiday <laughs> special. Yeah. Uh, which was his first appearance after the car wreck, which happened near the end of filming of Episode Four. Oh, yeah, damn. That's right. And so they put, like, a lot of makeup on him to try to make him look like he did in uh, A New Hope. But uh ends up looking a little weird. And it was kind of funny because, like, when they were going through the cast and they were like, R2-D2 as R2-D2, I was like, what the fuck, man? How are you not going to give uh, old... <laughs> God, I want to say Kenny Rogers, but I know that's not fucking it. Kenny Rogers is R2-D2. Kenny Baker, that was it. There we go. Yeah. And here I am not giving him his due respect either. I'm sorry, <laughs> Kenny. Uh, but either way, so they weren't disrespecting Kenny. He was not asked to fucking be in it. So they just had a remote control R2-D2 and then just were like, R2-D2 is R2-D2. <laughs> so uh, my first thought is when they introduced Chewie's family, I'm like, so does he just abandon them all the time to go hang out with Han? <laughs> <laughs> like he's got a, a son, a wife, his dad lives there and he's just like, all right, guys, I'm going to go to quote unquote work. <laughs> Anyway, I'm a smuggler, except you're not supposed to know that. Right, yeah. Okay. Or, no, no, by this time it's like, well, I work for the Rebellion now, family. <laughs> Here's a top secret phone that's very uh, not well hidden and rings very loudly. I was, like, expecting it to ring during the whole fucking thing. Uh, let's see. So, yeah, and of course everything just looks like a human life. There was, like, ten minutes of, like, no English. It was just, like, the Wookiees talking. And then yeah. that that weird hologram circus to start it off. See, that's how, like, you start with the fucking uh, variety show vibes. It's like, all right. And it's all, like, yeah, those little holograms are so fucking weird. Like, everybody stops every, like, ten minutes to fucking watch TV or some shit. <laughs> uh, let's see. <laughs> and uh, I think I came to the conclusion that everybody's uh, flirting or fucking Chewy's wife. <laughs> Because, like, <clears throat> at one point, like, Luke's like, come on, give me a smile. And, like, uh, the fucking, the dude from the store who comes by is like, come on, give us a kiss. And I think the Imperial dude was, like, flirting with her, too. He was like, don't worry, everything's going to be fine. I was like, I thought, like, Han was fucking flirting with her. I was like, what the fuck's going on? 
<laughs> or maybe it's just maybe it's just me projecting. Like I thought I saw it the one time, and so I just kept seeing it. But I'm telling you, I'm telling you, all them people are trying to bang fucking Chewie's wife. <laughs> this is the pizza guy all over again. God. <laughs> uh, oh fuck. And um, so the dude uh, Art Carney who played, uh, like, the salesman and whatnot. He was also in Last Action Hero. And, uh, let's see, who else was in it? Oh, um, the dude from Blazing Saddles played, uh, like, some weird alien cook. And, uh, oh, who else was he? He was the robot. And there's this part where B. Arthur is, like, the Moss Eisley Cantina fucking, uh, bartender. And he comes in as a guest who, like, drinks through the top of his head. He's got this weird haircut with a hole in it. I was like, what the fuck is this? Uh, it was nice to see B. Arthur singing. And, uh, you know, it was nice to see Carrie Fisher again. I miss Carrie. Uh, we all miss Carrie. That's true. And, That's and, true. She, and she sang in it. I like that. I'm sure it was, like, cheesy. Like, if I had seen it while she was still alive, but seeing it after she's gone, I was like, oh, this is this is kind of nice. <laughs> so that one, I, that one actually tugged at the heartstrings. But, oh, man, like... James Earl Jones being involved and fucking Carrie Fisher being involved. I'm like, oh, you, you poor motherfuckers. Hans totally fucking phoning it in. I mean, I mean, Harrison Ford. Yeah. I just, uh, I, I'm like, it's one of those things where like, I, I watch shit like that. And I just think like, fucking James Earl Jones has done legitimate theater. <laughs> right. Yeah. For God's sakes, why is he here? Yeah. Okay. And, uh, Yeah. <laughs> The motherfucking salesman dude was like, I love to make a Wookiee happy. That one kind of, I was like, well, yeah, that, ooh, ooh, ooh. yeah, no. And of course, okay, here we go. The, the motherfucker was like, okay, hey, grandpa, happy life day. Here, have some fucking porn that you, that you watch in the fucking living room. Like, what the fuck are you doing, dude? Go, go to your own room. What the fuck? What the fucking fuck, man? <laughs> and they're and they're fucking knows it's a life day right and they're dumb fucking names too like like mala okay sure but then just like and it's she a lumpy like what hang on a second those sound like fucking uh rejects from pac-man ghosts <laughs> or or uh yeah no reject fucking uh um uh, dwarf names <laughs> she comes out of Guys, I got this serious rash on me right now. I don't think like I can go in the mines today. Ah, fuck. Mm-hmm. I will say this for the lady uh, who was um, Grandpa's porn. Fucking, uh, she she really gave it her all. I, I feel like I feel like she was really trying. So good on her, not knowing how fucking shit this would be. Uh, let's see, Wookie Ookies. Oh my god. Uh, let's see. If, uh... Oh yeah, like. When the Empire first came in, too, like, the hidden phone was open, and the dude was like, we'll just shut this real quick, and they just did not fucking notice. So, good shit. Jefferson Starship was there. Hell yeah, Jefferson Starship was there. (laughs) And the cartoon. That fucking, what the hell was that? (laughs) We just break in the middle to fucking uh, show you this Boba Fett cartoon. And, like, it seemed like Luke was okay with animal abuse because Boba was, like, beating that fucking dragon he was riding. He's like, eh, he's dumb beast. And Luke's like, I don't know, he seems like a friend. Like, I don't know, man, you want to be friends with that guy? He seems kind of shitty to me. But it was the 70s, so whatever, I guess. Yeah. Oh, yeah, and uh, so then, of course, there was uh, Buttmouth from who uh, tried to fuck with Luke Skywalker and ended up getting his arm cut off in A New Hope, was in the uh, B. Arthur scene, and he was cutting a rug, man, so nice to see him having a good time, still with two arms. And then, of course, they ended up with that fucking weird-ass fucking ceremony and the robes and shit, and it's like, how, how much acid did you take before you fucking wrote this? Oh, so much. So, so much. Oh, man, so yeah, that's, uh, that's an hour and a half of my life I shall never get back. But I did it. I watched that fucking holiday special. <laughs> I feel like I need the fucking, like, the Thanos moment. Did you do it? Yes. yes. What did it cost you? An hour and a half of my life I'll never get back. <laughs> well, it's not everything, so... This is not, well, it's not worst-case scenario. <laughs> Great. I guess it could have been worse. 
<laughs> Whew. All right. Well, it has been an hour. We fucking did it. We, we've been recording for a year, and uh, this is it. We're wrapping up our first anniversary episode. So, Hooray! Hooray! Good for us. Uh, so before I get to my stuff, Evan, did you have any shade or recommendations? Uh, yeah, I got some shade for you. Um, here's some fucking shade. Hey, Woody Allen, go fuck yourself. I'm with that. Fuck you, Woody Allen. And fuck you know? And fuck the motherfuckers <laughs> who try to be like, oh, you know... That was a long time ago, or you know, it it's it's fine now. Like, no, 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 no. No, he had an affair, or he like he cheated on his I don't know if it was girlfriend, wife, whatever it was, um, with her stepdaughter. Mm-hmm. Like that's fuck. That not only is it weird, it's fucked up, dude. It really um, is. It's an extra big shame because one of my favorite uh, groups of all time, uh, uh, AJR, fantastic fucking group. Seriously, if you haven't listened to uh, their new album, The Maybe Man, go listen to it. Fucking awesome. Uh, There's a song from uh, their very first uh, album uh, called Woody Allen, and unfortunately that song fucking slaps. Ah, damn. That song goes hard as hell and it's fucking great. But the main the main chorus is literally now I'm feeling just like Woody Allen, and I'm like ah, uh, that's... ah I don't want to I don't want to feel like Woody Allen. I don't think you guys do either. Ah, uh, that's that's weird. It's very unfortunate. Unfortunately, I I don't actually think they because I think that they might that might have come out like before that really like came to light because it stayed like lesser known knowledge for a long ass time before it really broke the surface. Uh, so, um, anyway, that'll wrap up my shake. Go fuck yourself, Woody Allen. Hell yeah, fuck you, Woody Allen. Okay. Moving on. We've got, we've, you've got some distance to dole out. Yep, alright, so this is number 26. We are Get in the, up for day 26. We are in the final five. This is it. The final countdown, alright? Here it is. Nancy Reagan. When Nancy was first born, her mom was real excited for a year. And then after a year, she was like, you know what I want to do? I want to go back to being an actress. And then dumped her with her sister and would occasionally visit, but was mostly off like, no, no, I'm living the life for about six or seven years or until about until Nancy was about six or seven years old. So, yeah, Nancy's mom abandoned her, which is kind of sad, but I'm running thin on disses and like, you know, that shit sucks. But so did Nancy Reagan. That, That shit fucked her up. You know, take care of your fucking kids. True. It's true. And fuck Nancy Reagan. Absolutely. Okay. Whew. Elon is like still a fucking idiot and like is, is still just doing the dumbest shit. So I have a few things to say that Elon has done over the past uh, few weeks. He had an interview where they talked about the advertisers leaving uh, Twitter because it's still fucking Twitter. <laughs> the site he tried to the site he the site he tried to rebrand as X, but fail. Uh, so. Um, and, uh, he, he, uh, the interviewer was like, uh, you know, uh, what do you have to say to people, you know, who are saying that they're leaving because of the actions that you've taken? And he's like, if you're trying to blackmail me with money, go fuck yourself. And he's like, trying to do it like, and look at the crowd. Like he like pauses and waits for like, uh, a laugh and like, it doesn't happen. So he like repeats it slower, like go fuck yourself. And he gets some like nervous laughter, but it was like. Totally just like a lame-ass fall, fall flat <laughs> moment. And he was also, yeah, just trying to look cool in his fucking stupid bomber jacket. And he was he was denying that fucking his trip to Israel was about fucking uh, making up for him being an anti-Semite. But uh, there was also the GTA 6 trailer. Uh, was it GTA 6? Yeah. It was GTA 6, yep. Yeah. The GTA 6 trailer uh, jo- dropped, uh, dropped here recently. And uh, so... <laughs> Elon took to Twitter to post his thoughts and said he couldn't deal with GTA five because the forest level, you're forced to shoot police officers. And he didn't like that. And it's like, bro, you are so fucking lame. All right. Like that is the fucking point to GTA It's like bang hookers and then kill them and get your money back and to fucking run cops over with your fucking car. <laughs> oh man. Yeah. No, it's, it's about doing it like horrible illegal shit. The you name of Right. The name of the game is a fucking crime. Uh, it, that, okay. Uh, also, uh, let's see. What else was there? Uh, he let Alex Jones back on to fucking X. So that's fucking trash. 
So yeah, uh, Elon just sucks all the fucking way around, and he's uh, still having some bad luck with fucking advertisers not wanting to fucking deal with him, and he's fucking like tanking his companies, and probably eventually, hopefully, he'll fucking sell Twitter to somebody more confident, and we can get rid of him, but... I've only got to talk about him for four more weeks, for four more episodes now. We're almost fucking, I'm almost fucking over it. Well, I am over it, but I'm almost fucking past it. All right. I do, I do want to say this is a product of your own creation. You made this stupid, so, blind proposition. One year ago. First episode, you were like, yeah, I'll do, I'll do 30 episodes of this. And I went, uh, oh, okay, no, no, no one's forcing you to, you know? Nope, nope. I uh, I have I built my own prison, but uh, like I said, I, I can see the light. Only four more now. I found I found a copy of uh, the unauthorized biography uh, of Nancy Reagan. That's where I got that info from, by the way. Uh, Kitty Kelly's unauthorized biography. Uh, so I found a copy of it. So I've been skimming through that to try to find any more juicy tidbits because I'm 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 running low. Like most of this stuff was up. Uh, kept pretty private so like the last few i do have the last one planned i actually know what i'm gonna say for the last one. Ooh, all right so now i'm curious yeah so uh i'm looking forward to that though the end (laughs) speaking of the end we've come to the end of the episode Uh, i'd like to thank you for joining us for this year for this episode uh and for joining us in the future which i know you will because i have been putting subliminal messages into these uh, podcasts. And that is definitely not pseudoscience. It absolutely 100% works. And you love this shit now and can't stop listening. It's like a drug to you. It gets you high. You love it. You love it so much. Keep listening. Keep listening. Keep listening. Keep listening. You better believe him, folks. He's on to something there. <laughs> uh, well, uh, so that, oh, uh, I wanted to talk. I wanted to talk about more shit, but we're out of time. So, I guess I'll just fucking wrap it up and say uh, thanks for listening. Uh, Keep bringing the chaos, support the unions, and free Palestine. Like, share, subscribe, uh, tell your friends, tell your enemies, be gay, do crimes.